Hi, Dave. Well, hello, Pam. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I you? want to. I'm doing great. I want to welcome you and our listeners to Gigi and the Five Six One today. I appreciate you being here from across the country. You're in several. You're several time zones away from me. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> How's the weather there in Cathedral City slash Palm Springs? Oh, we're about 74 degrees and sunny, so it's not too hard to take. Yeah, that's kind of nice. And you have you have some pretty nice digs there. I haven't seen them in person, but I have seen and am jealous of the photos of them. And your Christmas decorations were off the hook. I mean, unbelievable. Thank you're, you. You're incredible. We have several things to talk about today, and as we are chatting, there's there's some pretty serious stuff going on in our country right now, so I don't want to ignore that fact that's happening right now on this date here in January, but uh, we're going to leave that aside, and we're just going to talk about some things uh, about you. You have had quite a life change, a lifestyle change in moving you and uh, Mike Lewis, your husband, uh, moving across country in a pandemic. Who does that? I know. Uh, I never was one for, uh, you know, taking the easy way out. Right. Well, selling a home, moving across country, I mean, from really different uh, climates and to go from it being, because it can get really warm where you are now in the desert. Yes. uh, In the summer, it can get up to about 120. Have you been there a lot when it's that hot? That's hot. That is hot. Well, they call it a dry heat. Um, that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. It is it's quite warm. Um, but, uh, yes, we have been here during the, being that warm. I, lo- I looked at it this way. I came from Montana. So wow. um, we, we can get uh, about 120 for about 8 to 10 weeks a year here. Um, so you basically spend the time between, you know, your house, your car, and indoors or in the pool. Well, that's just a whole lot like being in Texas, because I know you've also lived in Texas, or in Florida, where we are. Same exactly. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. In Montana, we get four, four months of winter, and it's, you know, 19 below. So you're yeah. between the car and the house and, and work. So it, 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 it's much more doable here. There was a time when I would say to Gary, why do we live where it's hot? Let's, this was years ago. Let's live someplace cool. And then when we did in Ohio, I'm like, why are we here where it's cold? Remind me. And he's like, you wanted to be where it's cold, so we're where it's cold. Um, but seriously, you, I want to talk about several things here um, going on with you, as, with, your, with your giant move that you made. And, and I, I want to talk about an unplanned pregnancy that happened in your life. Now, people, stay with us because you, you're going to want to hear this one. You're going to want to hear this one. I want to ask you, do, do, do you make New Year's resolution? Um, no, I don't think I really do. I just try. I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't either. One thing. A lot of people, especially this year, I've, I've seen a lot of people saying that they uh, want to just forget 2020. And I, and I, you know, there are parts of it that I'd rather not remember. Um, but I think it's really important to remember um, some key elements and bring it with you from year to year. So, yeah. um, so I, I do that. But as far as making sure or making a resolution that I'm going to, you know, eat better or lose weight, no, I don't do that. I never do that either because, number one, it's pointless. And, and I just don't like to predict. You know, I like to be in the moment. It's like, what am I going to do today? And then we'll go from there. Um, but you have made 
a dish that I or a, 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 a bread. It, I guess it's bread. Um, the the nut swirly bread. Uh, tell oh, me again, pizza. what's it called? Povetica. Yes, povetica, povetica. People, um, if you don't know what that is, it is a it's a nut roll like like swirled bread, and you made that from scratch, and it looks yeah. so beautiful. Well, thank you. I will make sure you get some of it next thank time. Thank you. Thank you. What What else during all this pandemic are you doing to to you to to keep sane and and to to you know just you know keep it real, keep it happy? Because I know you, and I know you're very upbeat, and you're a very very positive, happy person. But it's 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 been a, such a challenge. So what I, I know you're cooking more and. But um, what are you doing in particular, is, if, if anything, to um, make it special? Well, I think um, gardening. Um, um, this time of the year, uh, we're usually shoveling snow. So um, having green grass and, and uh, plants growing is, is uh, unique. And, and also the plants down here and even the growing cycles and what you can grow and all that kind of stuff is totally different. So I'm doing a lot of reading about that and and uh, trying to find some groups, um, social distancing groups with uh, Zooming and different things about learning about um, how to basically uh, garden down here. Um, the other big thing I've been doing is basically is just trying to get settled. We moved from a 4,300-square-foot house with a five-car garage down to 2,100-square-foot and a two-car garage. That's a big change. That's a huge change, and um, just trying to get organized and, um, yeah, just trying to get organized is a huge challenge, yeah. but it's getting there. Well, I know that you have spent so much of your career um, working with the public and all of that, and so I know you must be feeling sort of the pain of some of these people out there on the front lines having to deal with the public right now because everyone is on edge and not everyone can find a way to be happy and, and, and get through it because we've been in it for so long. I mean, when it first started, it was like, okay, we're, we're going to come out of this pretty fast, and then we haven't. And it, um, it takes a toll on people. But So I know you with your career of, of meeting the public so much or just dealing with them, not necessarily meeting them face-to-face, but um, having to, you know, Calm people down, get them off the ledge. Uh, have you thought about those types of people during all of this? You know, I, I have. It's, it's, um, I actually worked from, they moved us home in March, um, and I worked until August at home uh, before I retired. And You're too young to retire. He's, listen, <laughs> when, you, when you see his photos on NorthPalmBeachLife.com on his, with this podcast, you're going to not believe he's retired, but. Let's. I digress. Go ahead. Well, the reason I was able to retire is I married a CPA who had a, a retirement plan since he was uh, in grade school. So, uh, <laughs> we have a, CPA. I'm not. I don't. I don't doubt that for a second with the CPA. <laughs> oh, we have a spreadsheet for everything. Um, so um, anyway, yes. So I, I am very lucky. I got to retire. So when we um, even even the March through August you could tell that the the anxiety of customers and the anxiety of even the representatives on the phone, I feel sorry for for the representatives. Um, they're just, it, it's just you're trying to learn everything new. You're trying to relearn everything. And usually after 30-some years in customer service, usually everything boils down to money. 
-hmm. usually a customer is upset because they can't afford something, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And and they're sometimes irrational about that, but that is the ultimate, the ultimate thing. And with today's economic situation, political situation and the pandemic, I mean, that's just, it it exasperates everything. uh, My heart goes out to a lot of, Everyone in the situation, actually. It's really stress overload for the whole country. It, it really is on so many levels. So I do want to talk, I do want to get to the unwanted pregnancy situation in your life because I like that whole story. I like the entire story. But um, I found it so fascinating and how funny life is and the degrees of separation that may or may not exist in our lives when you and Mike moved to Cathedral City, you discovered something about your grandfather and his second wife, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, tell me about that again. Okay. So that was, it, it's really kind of weird. I don't know if you believe in um, fate or destiny or anything. Oh, like. I do. Mm-hmm. But um, my aunt, who lived in Arizona, had passed away um, last year, earlier or late last year, mid last year, and she gave a box of photos to her sister, my other aunt. And she went through them. She didn't really um, want to hang on to them, so she offered them to me. So I got them, and I was going through them, and I saw these pictures. And mind you, I, we bought this house five years ago, so everybody in my family knew I had a house down here. This is eventually where I wanted to retire. So um, I'm looking through these photos, and I see a picture of my grandfather and his second wife, the grandmother that I knew. Um, and on the back of it, it said Palm Springs with a line written through it and said Cathedral City Honeymoon. And I was like, oh, my God, how did no one tell me about that? That's, that's so weird. Um, so I kind of asked around, and everybody was like, oh, you know, we were kids. We don't really remember, blah, 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 blah. So, okay, that's fine. So fast forward to when we moved down here uh, late last year, I was going through, I was doing that organization thing or the attempt of, and I took a picture, uh, scanned in those pictures, and I put them on a Facebook page down here, and I just put it out there and said, hey, does anyone recognize where this is or what was going on? And So a really nice lady responded, and um, she must know everybody in town. Come to find out that my grandfather was down here visiting his brother, um, and um, his brother owned a trailer park, and it was literally about seven minutes from where I live. That is unbelievable. It, it was amazing. It was like That really is, yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, it was and she was telling me, Oh, you so your grandmother worked at this building and then my great my grand my grandpa's grandmother, so what my great great grandmother and grandfather are buried here. Dave, oh my. <laughs> that is just astonishing. What yeah. I mean that you would End up. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah, I do believe in destiny and fate and things that bring us together and co- you know the the just the oh wow moments. Absolutely do believe in that. Um, and speaking of that, let's move on to the unplanned pregnancy. You know how much I love the fur babies, and you have a you have an amazing puppy pack. And before we really get into anything, I want to say something. Mike and Dave have six puppies that all look so much alike, it's unreal. But 
do you drug those dogs to get those photos? Because I swear, I have never seen anything like that. You get the most amazing photos of six little dogs being perfect angels in a photo. Do you drug them? I mean, what's your what, what goes on there? Um, no, they're in total control all the time. <laughs> so, they're so cute. They are getting used to doing the, the photography thing, but uh, no, I have no control over them. They control me. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Yeah, so, well, that's true. I do agree with that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, he ended up with six totally by accident. Um, and again, back to the faith thing that they're one of the reasons why we are where we are, actually, because there's six cities down here in the valley, and only two or three of them will allow us to have six dogs with a kennel's license. So ah. limited us to where we could go. And then um, also like HOAs don't allow mm-hmm. six dogs, which mm-hmm. I personally am not a fan of an HOA. So that's another yeah. I hear you. But, um, so anyway, that's how we landed where we landed is we actually got a kennel's license before we got the house. Priorities. Uh, Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, we, we were living in Montana. I, we had a St. Bernard. Unfortunately, she's gone now. But, oh, I'm um, sorry. We got two small dogs, and I've never had small dogs before, but um, uh, fell madly in love with them. We adopted them from Missouri um, and brought them home. My uh, daughter lives in um, Missouri with her husband in Weston, Missouri, and uh, – um, so she brought one of them home, and then um, my husband went down and brought the other one back. And so we were just a family of basically the, the two small dogs after Gracie had left. And um, my mom's boss called up one day and said, can you can Sebastian uh, be a sire to this other dog? And I said, well, yeah, but I don't want a puppy. <laughs> no more puppies. <laughs> I do not need three dogs. Um, so... Um, that happened, and then uh, about four months later, I get a call one night from my mom who said, so-and-so wants to give up custody of Teddy. She says she's too old to have another puppy, and she wants you to get him back. Well, I said, well, no, I can't have three dogs. That's insane. Who has three dogs? <laughs> um, so I spent um, an hour trying to get a hold of Mike to see what he thought we should do, and um, it seemed like a lot longer. He says he just had the phone in the locker while he was at the gym. <laughs> but by the time he got done with the gym, well, we had three dogs. <laughs> and um, so then we went through a few a year or so with just three dogs. And then um, Sophia was gaining a little bit of weight, and we were kind of concerned about her. Um, so she had a, a checkup scheduled with the vet, and I took her in on a Tuesday. Funny how you remember certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And said, do you think she could be pregnant? And they asked all these questions. You know, is she nesting? Did she did she quit eating? They took her temperature. They felt her tummy. They said, no, she's she's a small dog. She has um, probably a pseudo pregnancy, and she probably um, will start losing the weight in a in a few weeks to a month or so. Um, we could do an X-ray, and I was like, "No, I'm not going to do an X-ray. One, if if there's puppies in there, I don't want them to be X-rayed." Exactly. She's not. I mean, that's just silly. And you're telling yeah. me she's about four o'clock. I left the um, the vet's office, and at seven o'clock, I'm cooking dinner. Same night, and they always, you know, sit at my feet when I'm cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. 
And so Sebastian and Max came over, and I gave them their treats. I'm like, well, where's Sophia? So I go over, and there she is with Puppy. Oh, and you and, got a new vet after that, right? <laughs> you know, I kept the same vet, but I did. She ended up having three that night. I called the vet the next morning. I said, well, you're right. Sophia's not pregnant. And they said, oh, yeah, we know. And I said, no, you don't, because <laughs> she had the babies last night. and we're Oh, naked. Dave. Oh. So, um, Sue, Doe, and holy shit. <laughs> um, so then expecting them I fell in love with them um, well uh, neighbor was supposed to take one and then her mom got sick so she didn't and then uh, uh, Mike's sister was supposed to take one and she wasn't able to and I, you know what it was just like I can't break up the family so yeah. what do you do you end up with six dogs and you go with that but you know the thing is with your dogs you bunch them together and they kind of make like maybe two dogs because they're just so small that you just have to bunch them you know like yeah oh, they're not really six hla people there's just two of them and they're uh, all together they're under 80 pounds oh i don't doubt it they're just they're so cute and you just get the greatest pictures of them ever Listen, Dave, um, I appreciate your time so, so much, and, for, and I've missed you, and, then, and you know, when Gary and I were in Palm Springs, we just, you know, hated that it was, the, you know, the time of year where you weren't, you and Mike were not there, but when, we were actually supposed to be back in, in Palm Springs um, a few months ago, we had it all planned, we had it booked, and of course, that didn't happen, but the next time we're there, Dinner's on us, drinks are on us, but sitting around a pool is on you because I want to sit around your pool because it just looks so beautiful. Well, as long as you're willing to have some puppy loving, you're you're any time. I can't think of anything I would like more except I'm I could possibly stick one in my bag and make away with it because they're so, so cute. I do thank you so much and, and my regards to Mike and give some of those puppies love. But I, one last thing before we go. Okay, tell um, Gary I, I definitely will. Um, I want to, you to promise me that you will come back very soon, very soon, and do another podcast because you have an FBI related story that I really want my listeners to hear. So do you promise to come back and we'll chat about that a little bit? I could probably be coerced into doing that. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a deal. Thank you, Dave. And thanks everyone for being here to listen to my good friend, long, longtime friend, even though he is way younger than me, uh, Dave Hafer there in beautiful, beautiful Cathedral City, California, Palm Springs area. Please be sure to visit NorthPalmBeachLife.com where you will see the podcast if you're not picking it up on iTunes or some of the other platforms because on NorthPalmBeachLife.com you will see photos of this amazing puppy pack, Mike and Dave. You need to see all of them. I thank you all so much for being here, staying with us on Gigi in the 561. Stay tuned.